This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon. It is 2 p.m. on March the 27th, 2 p.m. Central Time. I'm Leon Davis, along with Warren Harper, and you're listening to Altitude Adjustment. Uh, today, we were anticipating or hoping to have um, Candace Ivory start with us today, but um, in this crazy world, things that uh, the way you want them to go don't always go that way, and so hopefully we will be able to have her on another show. Um, so the topic today, and, and it may be some concern that maybe I was a little bit sexist in, in bringing up this topic because she was on our team, but uh, it was not intended to be sexist. It was intended to um, have a woman's view uh, because you get a, enough testosterone views on the altitude adjustment. So maybe um, we can resolve that in the future. So hello, brother. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, the way I remember it, she was happy to get into this conversation. I think that kind of tickled her in a way she wanted to get in on it. Well, uh, it, it may be, but but some, sometimes you a person can say something that may come across as offensive or may come across as um, uh -huh. unpleasant and people out of respect or out of courtesy or, you know, being mature don't necessarily, you know, come back at you and go, Hey, that was fucking, you know, fucked up. Um, and they just kind of, you know, go with the flow and maybe that's what it was. I don't know, but I, I will deal with it another time. But, you know, you know how people are, you know, sometimes, you know, people say things to you and you want to just bust them upside the head and basically you just go, all right, it's all good. I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I guess in my younger days, I was probably more like that, but now I'm a little more laid back. That's what I mean. But I will say that I think women don't hesitate to join in if they, if a woman's involved, they feel they, they can speak up on it. Cause oh that's boy, what they you, you, you like putting yourself out there, don't you? <laughs> I'm the truth. Uh, okay. I... Women will, women have women back. <laughs> okay. Right. Unless unless they're fighting over a man or something, that's a whole oh, other story. Oh, Warren. <laughs> oh, Warren. It's a good thing you're married. You'll be single the rest of your life, man. Hey, well, you know, when, when you're married, you know, you, you you got one priority. As long as you take care of home. Oh, that's right. Know. You only have one no. woman to please. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh So today we there was a... Warren passed me an article um, a few days ago about this guy. You know, he was talking about his wife and, and that she was charging him $50,000 to have a baby. So I, you know, read the article and there was so much in this article that really needed to be covered. Um, but we're going to, there is a lot. And maybe, maybe we can cursorily skip over some of the stuff, you know, just kind of mention it, make a couple of comments and move on. But this was an absolutely, um, so the article is in the show notes. So if you find the show notes, uh, you can definitely read the article for yourself. 
Um, so, I, you know, actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to let, because Warren identified, a, let's, let me start with the article, mention the things that was the reason that we wanted to start the conversation about this article. And then we'll break off into trying to uh, address some of the issues that we thought was happening. So there was a, an article about a Redditor, you know, somebody that posted on Reddit, and he was talking about how uh, he has his wife of six years uh, has, he has been with his wife for six years and they have been spiritually married for two years. Don't know what the fuck that means, but <laughs> me, either. but that was an interesting, you know, aspect of it. So anyway, they both earn over $175,000 a year after taxes. They own a home together and they split their finances 50, 50. I don't know how the fuck you do that either. Not really. I don't either. So uh, they recently uh, threw out the birth control to see if they could get pregnant. Uh, then the wife decided that there were some issues that she wanted to have resolved. After and, the fact. <laughs> well, after they decided to have children. So they it doesn't say whether they had children yet or anything like that. It just says they had thrown out the birth control and they wanted to have children. Um, so, so the wife says she wants him to pay her $50,000 for having the baby. And these are, these are some of the numbers that she came up with. If she takes maternity leave from her job, she gets a year of maternity leave. They only pay her 50% of her salary for the first six months. Uh, and then the remaining six months go unpaid. And so she, you know, said, you know, her expenses include insurance and hospital costs dealing with the pregnancy and childbirth. And so she came up with a number of $50,000. $50,000 would be his half of her having the baby. So that's, that's the kind of the crux of it. There are a few other things in here and they go back and forth and, and they do some negotiating about the price. But anyway, that's, that's where the article, um, about the article that I thought was interesting. And, and then, um, so I'm going to let Warren, you go first, as far as there were some other issues in the article that you wanted to address. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first issue with me is, is pretty basic i mean if you consider it a marriage i don't know what a spiritual marriage is but if you consider this a marriage and you're together how the heck do you claim um having a baby as an expense you need to get compensated for that that doesn't fit a marriage model plain and simple and so that's know? yeah that so that that was my first issue with that the uh, the article was um, they're obviously not a traditional model type situation because um, because there are legal recourse that come into play that that kind of solve those issues without without there being um, you know without there being some concerns so like. 50% of the bills, even if you don't pay 50% of the bills, you're still responsible for 50% of the bills, but it's you're as a couple. So you don't, 
break it down. I don't think you break it down as, um, well, this bill is $100. You give me $50 and we pay the bill. I'll pay 50 you pay 50 But But some yeah. marriages could be like that. Some marriages yeah, could be like that. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe the definition of marriage has somehow changed, at least in their eyes. But if this went to court, I'm like, and I'm no lawyer, I could see the judge saying, oh, really? So you think that because you guys have a baby, this guy needs to pay you and you're living together? What, what kind of, get out of here. Throw that, throw that crap out, <laughs> you know? Sure, I, I, I can appreciate that. Um, so, so going back to the, so defining the marriage, defining what, what kind of marriage they have, I think somewhere down in the article, it, or at least I, I think I saw, someplace else I saw it, that it was common law, which means right. that they live together. But even in a common law marriage, all of the assets are split 50, 50 on separation. Separation has nothing to do with the, in through the course of the marriage. Exactly. You're still responsible for, um, you know, expenses that the couple creates. So, so getting, so my thought is when they say he's been, they've been together for six years and they've been spiritually. So somehow in, they both found the same religion <laughs> two years ago and considered their, their, their union, a spiritual, um, right. marriage. I don't know. Um, again, you know, when you start addressing issues on, um, non-traditional type, uh, criteria, you lose a lot of people to try to understand your situation. So yeah. there were a lot of people who made comments on this and I can only hope that in the course of making those comments, and I didn't read a lot of those comments, you know, a lot of times people just uh, do stuff to each other, <clears throat> you know, to say weird things. So anyway, I, how can I offer a solution if you don't have a defined problem? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, if you consider it a marriage, now all of a sudden, this child is a financial burden that you need to be compensated for or whatever. Uh, that's, that's not a marriage in my opinion. I mean, you talking about something else. Well, okay. So, so when I think about that and, and the, the, and you're addressing the issue now is I think that women have not traditionally been appreciated for their contributions in a marriage. So you've got, uh, there was the situation where you had uh, executives that would get married and then get a divorce and didn't want to, and would hide marital assets, would uh -huh. not, you know, um, you know, for a long time, women were considered, uh, you know, as, as they can get rid of their wife and then not pay for her. Uh, you know, bills going forward because now they're out of the, you know, they wanted her to work to, to be a stay at home wife. And then she stayed at home until he got what he wanted or needed. And then he decided he needed a, a newer model and he got rid of the older model. And, 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 and she now is left without a skill set to go get a job without 
um, you know, future financial security and he's moved on. And so that was, uh, you know, where the common law stuff came in and where the division of marital assets came about, uh, is that people, you know, men weren't valuing, um, women's contributions to the marriage. So a while back, and I think we did a show on this where, um, the guy was talking about, he brings in all of the money and that the wife was just there. So, yep. she, huh? No, I'm, I'm just saying, okay. Did we, did we talk about, did you, I remember talking about that. I don't remember if it was with the you as I talk. About I don't remember that particular show. I was just thinking about this situation. Okay. Oh, so anyway, um, so I think traditionally women haven't been varied valued in the marriage situation. Uh -huh. So, um, so that idea of what is my cost? Cause you know, there, I think it was during the eighties, seventies or eighties where they were putting a financial value to a woman's participation in the marriage. You don't remember that going through that? No, I'm, I I might remember a discussion about it, but how does that really uh, pan out? Especially when you, when you're married, everything's basically considered joint anyway by law, and then you have to work as a couple work that out within the household. Then if you separate or divorce, that's when all the tech the issues come in as far as what's legally. Uh, applicable to the other part partner. Sure. I, and I get that. Yeah. But like you say, so the, the 50, 50 aspect really only becomes legally binding at the separation. Right. So during the course of the marriage, let's say, you know, both couple, uh, you got a two income household, they're going to, um, find specific or, or, or ways that they uh, attack family bills individually. What I mean by individual as a couple. So some couples are going to be 70, 30, some 50, 50, some going to stick all the money in a joint account and each partner can write bills off of that or, or only one partner handles the bills. So each situation is going to be different in the course of the relationship. Um, yeah. So I, I understand the wife putting a value on her participation in the marriage. It would be great if, um, I say it would be great it, from, from, I understand the standpoint of believing that a marriage is a joint venture and that we're all in this together. Right. But considering that the divorce rate was 50% and higher, uh, up to 60% through the last couple of decades, um, that may seem to be a problem that needs to be readdressed. Yeah, well, I think that in a marriage, the, the rules are going to vary state by state, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest understanding uh, 
should be between the people within the marriage, under, but also understanding that if things go wrong, then they're going to have to look toward what the state says. Right. I understand that. And, and so, yeah. and so, and so the issue I'm trying to get at is during the course of the marriage. So they're in, you know, f Hey Fred. Oh, Fred, I'm not going to, I am definitely not going to say all of that. <laughs> so he, he opens her pocketbook. She opens her, uh, <laughs> Huh? I was trying to get to Fred's comment, but the, the uh, audio came on. What? <laughs> uh, oh, well, let's get to the, the his his uh, audio or whose audio? My audio? No, when I when I went to the comments, the audio on my phone was playing, but I didn't want me for that to happen. Oh, okay. So, he, uh, so I guess I I guess it's only fair that I Fred made the comment. And I'll, I'll, I'll add it into the discussion. He opens his pocketbook. She opens her legs. They both sign the certificate. <laughs> Then comes the lawyers and the courts. Thank you, Fred. Um, so Fred, Fred and I are single. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> so <laughs> Fred, Fred has a, a rather interesting take on things, and I appreciate him for that. Uh, yeah, but he he said he opens his pocketbook, but according to the article, they they were doing everything fifty fifty. So sure, there was it was a two pocketbook. So I think Fred is making a general, uh, yeah. he's making a yeah. general comment about marriage as a, as a, as an institution and not mm -hmm. just this situation as a, in specifics. So anyways, um, uh, so, so they get married and they decide that they're going to, both of them are working. He decides, right. I get you, Fred, the system. So, so you can, you, you know, you get married and you say, I want a wife that works. So during the dating process, okay. you tell your wife, I expect, I mean, you tell your, your date, I expect you to work. I expect that we're going to split things. Um, and that's how we're going to have a marriage. So they get married and just as this couple, you know, everything's, they split things 50, 50, they've uh, outlined, right. you know, work, you know, what chores or who's, or, you know, who does it half the time, however they divide the, the work and the money. That's how they do that. So, so now we've got the wife saying, pardon me. Um, if I'm to have a baby, this is your half of it. This is your half of my costs dealing with the baby. So now they ha they're having that discussion. So our, our, and so my thing is, is that, uh, that if you put a financial number to marriage, I think you're going to encounter some problems. And I can only say that because of what I think, uh, haven't been married, but I, I think you can run into some serious problems there. How would you, uh, uh, attack that situation? Well, basically marriage is considered a partnership where the two people partner together, they commit to certain things. And I think each case is going to be different. They both seem to be professional people. They had decent salaries, what, 175 after taxes and a piece after taxes. So they're not poor. Uh, the, the issue is what, 
what's his responsibility to her considering that they both seem to have agreed to have the child she's got decent um benefits uh what do you call it um when you get paid for maternal leave, maternity leave or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she seems to have a nice paternity package so he's still maintaining his portion of the household so what what does she really expect i mean she's staying at home taking care of the child but she needs this money to go in her pocket i'm not quite getting that well they have 50 they have they, they've split the bills 50 50 mm -hmm. and she's saying her insurance and her insurance deductibles and what she has to pay to right. have the child uh, comes out to a, a dollar figure, and she's asking him to pay $50,000 of that for him to contribute $50,000 because they're already they already splitting all of the bills. And so right. she's, she's obviously saying that these are the bills that I'm going to incur for having the child because she's also including lost wages. Yeah, well... I don't know. I think that money going directly to her pocket seems to be uh, an issue because if everything's still joint, you know, the baby is also joint too. He should he should offset the um, expenses for her having the child and if necessary to pay the bills. But it's sounding to me like she wants it to go into her pocket you know, rather than towards the bills. So I think that's the distinction that needs to be made. Are you paying her or are you help paying the bills that need to be paid? That's what I'm saying. She's incurring certain bills. Mm -hmm. And she's saying his his cut of that bills that she's incurring is $50,000. Hmm. So now, you know, it's a lump sum? Again, you know, the story doesn't, so there are questions that you're asking. Yeah. Probably you have to ask the couple. But if right. you look at it on the face, okay, so mm -hmm. you look at it on the face, she's saying that she's incurring uh, enough bills that he should pay her $50,000 because she's losing salary. Right. Because there, there's, uh, you know, so so how does he, so he, she's maybe asking him to compensate her for 50% of her lo salary loss. Yeah. Because that's a that's a a loss to her. Yeah. So if she you know as she's bringing home her money, uh, like for the first six months, she's only making fifty percent of her salary. Mm -hmm. So now she's having to live on fifty percent less, and she's responsible for paying half the bills. Okay. So again, is that money going to go toward the bills, or is that for her? Because naturally, he should step up and pay the extra portion of the bills if that's lacking from her income. But to just, I owe you 50,000 because you had a baby and we're in this thing together. It's like, I, it doesn't make sense. You're not, doesn't right. seem and, like- And I think, I think, I think, okay, so, okay. So, so I keep saying that she's incurring bills. Okay. And she's so saying that 50% of the bills that she's incurring, he's responsible for, which is what the $50,000 is for. Okay. Okay. So then why wouldn't he pay that if that was there, if there was, they were her bills, that's his 
wife, whether um, spiritually or whatever, I, I don't have a problem with that. But to me, it seemed more like she was just wanting $50,000. That was just a figure she threw out. I want $50,000. No, yeah. Okay. So uh, you didn't, okay. Well, I, so you I didn't read the story. The article. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so, um, so I think, so, so there is the issue that, that a wife's contribution to the marriage has not been traditionally, um, given the same weight mm -hmm. as a man's contribution. Okay. So let, let's say, uh, uh, that this is a traditional marriage. You know, mm -hmm. to take a traditional marriage and, and it's a one income family. Okay. Okay. So at the end of that, okay. At the end of that, let's say they decide to get a divorce. We hope okay. that that's not the case. We hate for that to be the case. That's a horrible thing to happen, but it happens. So now we've got a divorce. And so now we go to, to, to they have to go to court. I, I'm, I'm not sure that all marriages have to end that way. There are some men yeah. that are completely amicable to um, giving a woman half the, the joint assets. But for, for us, we, we, and I've got anecdotal evidence and not empirical evidence that there are men who try to hide marital assets so that they can keep them. Absolutely. So, so now there is, there is a non-appreciation for, so the man feels like I earned this and she's getting free money. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't think that that's an appreciation for the contributions that a woman made in the marriage. Okay. I understand that. But these, these people are still together. So there, there's an issue of money where, when they are still in the relationship mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how they resolve this without bringing in the courts or whatever, it just seems like something that they going to have to sit down and talk about for us to say, well, he should pay her $50,000 or he shouldn't. I think that's really a matter of how they see it. But to me, uh, I, I, I'd like to know how she came to that figure. Did she add up the expenses or anticipate what it was going towards? And is, is it going to be directly to her or does he just pay X, Y, Z? Well, let me ask you a question. Why, why do you have such a problem with him giving her $50,000 because she asked for it? That's his wife. If his wife because says, I need $50,000 to have this baby. Right. Why do you have a problem with that? Because I don't see, feel as, as a man, uh, uh, I should have to pay my wife to have a baby. Now that's me. Now maybe some guys will see it differently. Because if you're in the relationship and you're raising that child, you're going to be contributing until that child is grown. But to say I have to pay the woman to have the baby just doesn't make sense to me if they're already in a joint financial situation. Right. So, so 
if you're in a joint financial situation mm-hmm. and and she's taking a financial hit because she's losing 50% of her salary, mm-hmm. she's uh, and for the first six months and then for the last six months, she's using she's losing 100% of her salary. It's all gone because they're not paying. They pay a 50% for the first six months. They pay her nothing for the second six months. And then mm-hmm. she has to come back at the end of the year and still has to have everything that she needs to go back to work, including childcare and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm not under, so you have a problem with him giving her asking him for $50,000 and him paying it because she asked. Right. My feeling on it is that is this when you go into a relationship, because this is totally non-traditional and I'm not saying it has to be a certain way, but this is not the way most people go into relationships. I understand. It's, that's her position up front. As long as she made that clear and he agreed to it, that's fine. But to all of a sudden to get pregnant and say all of a sudden now I want $50,000. That's my objection. When that, if that wasn't discussed in the beginning. So, so here's, here's my thought. So there are a lot of, there are things that come up in a relationship that you Uh didn't anticipate. Okay. There are things that come up through the course of the relationship that you didn't anticipate. Let's say they didn't think of having a child. So now they're seven, couple of years into the relationship and they, they decide to have a child. Okay. And now her decision is if you want me to have the child, this is what I need from you up front. What's wrong with that? But in that article, it's specified that they decided to stop the birth control. Therefore, knowing that a pregnancy could happen. And I think if that was her position, she should have maybe brought that up and said, hey, you know, okay, so if, if I get pregnant, you're gonna owe some, owe me fifty grand. He might have said, "Put that damn condom back on," and not went, <laughs> not had the baby. Okay, I don't, I don't know. You know, a cost like that up front is all I'm saying. Well, and 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 so what I've tried to do is put it to help you understand the scenario that not all things are clearly defined at the beginning of a relationship, mm-hmm. and so when things happen, um. It, it would not be fair to try to say, well, if she didn't make this plan before we got married, then there's a problem. Then I don't have to, to deal with it be- because I think um, he does have to deal with it because, you know, things happen, things change in relationships. And when they do, sure. you have to deal with it. And so n- now she's saying, okay, we're, we're talking about having a child and we're serious about this. And these are the things mm-hmm. that are necessary to have this child. So, you know, doesn't he have a responsibility to make her happy? Isn't that a part of the, the relationship issue, the relationship dynamic that is important? Okay. Happiness is, ooh, depends on the the, the recipient and the, the person that wants to be happy, the, the ones 
supplying the happiness in this situation. I want my wife to be happy, but if she all of a sudden came to me and says, well, you know what? Uh, I need, uh, I need a $500 purse or I'm not going to be happy this December on my birthday. So let's, let's do this <laughs> because I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. Okay. I want to examine the ideas. So let's not make it you and your wife. Let's okay. make it, let's make it. There's a guy, his wife okay, comes to her. His wife comes to him and says, um, I want this Gucci bag. I don't know mm -hmm. what the hell Gucci costs, but I'm just going to make up a number. The Gucci bag is 500 bucks. Okay. So he comes to her and says, I, I want, she comes to him and says, I want this Gucci bag. Give me 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. Now their relationship is, um, The marital assets are jointly held, et cetera, et cetera. But she wants him to specifically give her $500 apart from the marital assets. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't okay. know. Maybe you don't see that there's any financial um, resources that aren't marital joint. So maybe I'll ask that question first. Are there any assets that are not financial, uh, marital financial joint. And I would say to that, it depends on the relationship, okay. how people in it view it. Okay. So if the wife comes, so the wife comes to this, this guy, the husband and says, mm -hmm. I want $500 for the, uh, to buy this Gucci bag. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. If, um, if he feels that way and if he if he has the 500 and it's not a problem boom he can do it okay so the wife comes to him and says he says he wants her to get pregnant she says she wants to get pregnant wife comes to him and say it's gonna cost you fifty thousand dollars for me to have this baby what's wrong okay. with that she came to him up front not after the fact that's the big difference okay i don't <laughs> I, okay i don't know I don't No, because it's not normal. That proposition is so not normal to uh, demand that lump sum of cash after you decide to have a baby. I mean, I guess I, I don't, I don't. So to me, I guess the, 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 the request for cash isn't the issue. It's the relationship that's the issue. So if, if a wife goes to her husband and says, I want $50,000 to have the baby, it doesn't matter. It's it's all in the family. So the fact that, that she's asking for $50,000 doesn't become important to me. Well, yeah, I mean, for, if like I said, having a baby is part of what people do in a family relationship. Mm -hmm. Normally, uh, it, I think it's the best scenario is when you sit down and you weigh the financial options, how this is going to impact our, our, uh, financial situations, how we're going to shift the money, how we're going to compensate for certain things and you kind of work it out. Mm -hmm. 
and it's and to me maybe it's just the way i'm looking at the situation but it seems like this just came blindsided him out of nowhere all of a sudden i i this is 50 grand i need you know mm -hmm. and maybe he don't maybe he won't have a problem with it i'm not sure okay i i, I so i look at sure. i'm sorry you know, but to me it just seems a little little unusual okay it's not it's not normal okay so um so i have seen firsthand situations where um the man has said you know the man is the breadwinner mm -hmm. a man has said you know we don't have enough money to buy something that the woman wanted but he'll mm -hmm. go out and buy something um for himself right that that she would not have necessarily agreed with so yeah. i see that kind of as the same thing he's like he's taking marital assets mm -hmm. and spending them on what he wants irrespective of what she wants or needs yeah and you're right you're right Men do do that, and I will say up front that, that that's wrong. Okay. Sometimes that could lead to divorce. Well, well sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right is right, wrong is wrong. Uh, just because a man does it doesn't make it right. Okay, all right. So so the idea is uh, I, I don't think that there is one model Right. That's going to fit every marriage situation. Right. So then the, the concern, the question comes down to how do you, what are the ways to um, mediate those situations? Because society pays, plays, society pays a price when relationships like this don't work. Right. So, so when kids are uprooted from their home and I'm not saying kids aren't resilient and that, that society is going to grind to a complete halt because a divorce happens. But if, if marriage, if a successful marriage is in the best interest of society, then, um, mediating disputes that would create the potential for a divorce is also in the best interests of society. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're dealing with an individual case, but you know, how society sees it is going to, you know, be, you know, important. I just think this is an, a rather odd case. Okay. Well, why, why do you think it's odd? Well, let me, let me go there. Cause I, well, you've mentioned that the money is an issue, but, but what makes it odd? I just, I don't, and I realize our experiences are different. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's odd because, uh, I think most couples are in agreement when they go into a relationship on some basic things, not everything, but the whole idea of this uh, paying for the baby in that manner directly to her instead of adjusting the joint finances 
is totally non-traditional. Now, does it make sense for them? It may very well, but apparently it didn't to him. So, and so you you're saying that they're joint finances, and they've already said that they're they they the the finances are split fifty fifty, so they're well, not okay. really joint split, finances. Split fifty fifty. Okay. Um. Well, again, I think she should have cal. They should have calculated that expense when they decided that they were going to get off the condoms. Well, maybe that that's a part of the that's a her calculation is a part of that getting off the condoms. But and to stop using birth control, she's saying before she got pregnant. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't say she's she's pregnant. It says that they decided to stop having. So let me look. I'll look at the order real quick and make sure. Uh, okay, so I, I was understanding that she had the baby. So maybe she didn't. So they recently threw out the birth control to see if a pregnancy pops up. But then uh -huh. his wife surprised him with a conversation where she brought up some hard numbers. Okay. Her workplace allows for maternity leave up to six, up to a year, but only provides 50% of her salary for the first six months. The remaining six months is unpaid. She was very direct and said that while her insurance would cover the vast majority of hospital costs during pregnancy and childbirth, taking a six month break from work would cost her almost $50,000 since her pay would be cut in half. She is asking to be compensated for her $50,000 in addition to agreeing to split any related but unexpected costs to the pregnancy and childbirth. Her stance is that she is doing something that for us to start a family, but it is not a true 50-50 split if she is expected to take a financial hit for it, and I am not. Given that our finances are separate, she had a printed list of expectations in terms of what she expected financially and listed some of the things her insurance may not cover. Mm -hmm. Okay. So clearly they have a separate financial arrangement 50-50, and this proposition of the baby is going to cause her to take a hit where she feels he should compensate her for, the, for that loss. Okay. Right, correct? That is correct. That, that sound right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and he was shocked. He was shocked by the conversation. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, in that case, you know, it's, I can say that it's, good that she did the numbers and she expressed to him directly what she expected. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's one thing that makes it such a non-traditional arrangement than a, than a regular marriage is that normally, uh, I'm not saying people don't have conversations like that, but it's, it's like, I think they're more in agreement than than where they are, where where he was just totally in shock of the way it was presented to him. But I don't know, uh, people in, you know, I'm not quite at that income level, my wife and I, so I think they see things a lot differently. So you know, they're, count, they're counting the dollars differently. So my experience has been, um, most of the married couples that I have had, you know, close contact with, Mm -hmm. They usually have like, I don't know, money set aside that is specifically there. So they pull mm -hmm. some resources 
from right. the the larger pool of family resources, and they have their own um, mad money. A friend of mine called it mad money. So when I get right. mad, right. I got some money I can go do what I want to do and not be bothered. Mm-hmm. So they 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 pull some of those that money aside. So they keep a certain amount of money that allows them to purchase or to use for their specific use that's not tied to the family, the rest of the family bills. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so in that case, I've, you know, I've, I've seen situations where a wife goes to the husband and says, if you want this, you can, you need to pay extra for that. You need to give me something extra for that. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the, like the, you know, if you want to do something different than what we've been doing, then you need to, you know, shuffle away more money. I mean, if the wife is handling the finances, then true. Then they don't have to ask. If one person is handling the finances, then that's true. But if right. you're pulling some money off to the side, if you're if you're separating some of the money and the wife is keeping separate some of the money, and then you have some expense come up that you want to to do as a family, you may have to ask the other person to dip into their private stash to contribute to the family, you know, to contribute to this endeavor. Right. So, so I, I guess I didn't see that as unusual that the the wife would ask that. I just, Mm -hmm. I just don't see a lot of instances where um, the old uh, wife totally dependent on the husband is an issue. Yeah, well, this is definitely not that type of uh, marriage or relationship. But back to what you were just describing, uh, the whole thing with mad money, from my personal opinion and viewpoint, is that mad money is usually personal money. His his mad stash, her mad stash, or whatever. But the purpose for that is not community related right and and in this situation they failed to create it seems they failed to create a common pot of money for this family type of situation even though they consider it some sort of marriage everything's separate and i think that's basically the problem they have no no real joint pool to support having this child is it's mine here, mine there. And he's shot that it's a joint situation, but he's asking to pull from his. Now, I, given we understand that she's going to take a hit, but in most relationships, you know, you kind of balance that out with joint resources rather than my personal money. You know, unless it's an emergency, then that's totally different. But for a normal family situation, most people look at a joint resource where you're not saying, I want 50 grand because I'm doing this. We we have this money as opposed to mine, hers, his, hers. You know, that's I think that's the difference. Okay. I, I okay. 
Fair enough. I, they I, surely seem to have enough resources to have a, a joint pool, but they chose not to do that. I, I guess, um, and I, I, I don't, so there seems to be that you have some specific problem with a wife asking a husband for $50,000 to have a baby. Yeah, and I don't yeah, understand. I just, I, yeah. And so I'm not understanding why that, and, 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 and I'm not asking you to explain it. I, I guess I'm just not sure why. Because it, it, to me, it doesn't sound unreasonable. But for you, it does sound unreasonable. And I don't, and even when you, you understand their finances, you, you seem to still find it unreasonable. So, and, and I guess I don't know where that's coming from. And I, and I don't know how to ask the question to get to the root of why that's so offensive. It seems offensive well, to you. That's just my personal opinion. Maybe, right. And I understand that. Maybe other people see it differently. No, it's, you it's know? okay. 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 I just feel with the resources they have, they should have a joint pool to handle situations like that. Right. And, and, and some people are going to see it different. That's totally separate. Okay. Okay. Very good. But when you come together and you consider it a marriage, that's my question, Mark. Why is everything so separate? Right. And, and, and so, and so you don't like the answer that different marriages perform differently. They have different rules for the marriage. Oh, I accept that proposition. Okay, so in and this case, they they set they don't have a joint pool. What they right. have is uh, a fifty fifty split. They see it as a fifty fifty split. That's that's the rules that they operate by within their marriage. And and if that's what they both agreed to, the proposition is fair, but his reaction to it is his own personal reaction. Right. And I'm, he has I'm not, to deal with that. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. All right. So I just, so, so uh, part of, again, you know, uh, marriage has, uh, has implications beyond the two individuals that, that are joined into that marriage. Um, it would be, you know, how do, how do we as a society? So my thought is, um, we would try to create institutions. I mean, maybe, uh, so we've got marriage counseling and things like that, but, um, you know, are we investing enough in marriage counseling? Are we, you know, are we creating a society where it is encouraged to be in a marriage and stay in a marriage? Would you think oh, that that's I the case? I think it's pretty evident that we as a society don't use professional counseling nearly to the level extent that we should. Mm -hmm. And since you said that, I would love if they did go seek counseling, I'd love to see what the notes or the sessions went like on that case. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just, I think so. So I guess, um, I guess, an alternate way of, you know, dealing with the traditions of a society, I think, you know, gives us an opportunity 
to look at things in a different way and mm-hmm. maybe approach it differently. So maybe they that be, be, this 50-50 split thing can be, uh, it's it's definitely going to be a solution for some people. Mm-hmm. But so my idea is by sharing that successes and failures of those things, you know, we can give people more information that's going to help them uh, better choose what type of relationship they want to have. Yeah. 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 In short, I would say that their relationship that they were in brought up a scenario that he was not prepared to deal with. Okay. (laughs) And this is his reaction. So uh, going forward, I'd like to see how they would adjust. Hmm. Okay. I I think it's interesting that he wouldn't be, that he wouldn't be uh, prepared for it mm-hmm. because he had to be, he had to sign on to the 50, 50 split. Yeah, I agree. And I think, he, I think he was looking at having a child as a different situation that was somehow uh, wouldn't bring about her reaction, you know, but that was on him. He didn't, uh, I guess, think that far ahead. He yeah, got caught off guard. Yeah, I mean, you know, if he agreed to the 50-50 split mm-hmm. and then you're going to bring a child into the situation because, you know, he he took 50% of the effort to bring the child into the situation, right. what would be his anticipation that, that, that she would pay all of the bills for the, the childhood or he would help pay 50, uh, you know, 50%? And if she if she if she figured that that 50 percent of all the bills was fifty thousand dollars, then I don't see what the issue is here with her, right? And him. Right. I mean, why why would he be? Why would he have an issue with that? Because he, he, he agreed to, to the, give up the money, huh? <laughs> he just didn't want to give up the money. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he 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 wanted to see. He wanted her to take the risks and the and the financial hit and and then you know he he would be able to pay what he wanted to pay rather than being hit with a specific bill and and there may be the uh, the actual idea that she actually put a number to it that might have shocked him but i don't see why hey <laughs> you live and you learn true true yeah you know i mean so in a traditional marriage um usually the man is has the higher income but not always but normally and when a child comes into the picture he automatically accepts expects to pay for certain things but in their situation he figured somehow that you know he hadn't calculated her loss of income as something that he had to supplement Mm -hmm. he hadn't thought that far ahead Mm-hmm. And when the numbers hit him, he's like, oh, heck, you know? Well, and also the fact that um, that they haven't, you know, I, I know there's a lot of reasons that it could be, but he hasn't, you know, they haven't formally gotten, gotten married. It's a common law thing. And I, and, and I tend to think, and, and I'm not saying that's absolutely the only reason, but there is a concern of commitment there. 
you know, what, what would be, if you're, if you're living with someone and you believe that, that this is your wife, cause he calls him, he calls her his wife. He does. And yet he doesn't marry her in the, in the traditional form. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, is there possibly a commitment issue that may be uh, additionally adding to his concerns? Yeah, but at the same time, did, did she want to get married either? Uh, who is it just him that didn't want to get married? It could be both of them. Maybe she had some hesitations about marriage. Sure, but but that's what I'm saying. There's there's some commitment issues. Mm-hmm. But even then, if she did, if she didn't want to get married, if she if she was the one that did not want to uh, actually formally get married, um, then could he be surprised when she? hits him with a bill. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Cause, cause they're already, if she, if she didn't want to get married and she was the one that initiated the, the 50, 50, or even if he did, there is, you've built up an expectation that, that you're going to have to contribute half on everything that happens. Right. So I'm, I guess I'm puzzled by how he gets, surprised by that yeah yeah uh, you know who knows what he was thinking but obviously they had a lot of emphasis put on the dollars in the relationship you know mm-hmm. so when this unexpected uh proposition with the dollars figures came in then it just it just threw a wrench in the whole proposition now, from him. right and i'm not, I'm not going to say that um that I know that this situation is legitimate, that this actually happened, you know, it's, it's posted online. Right. Uh, right. You know, there could be, it could be just a made up story. Could and, be. you know, I'm not trying to, to pin them down on that, but, but I cannot, I, I would think that, that there are situations like that, that are actually occurring. And you're probably right. And so, and so how do we as, or do we, because people feel um, very protective of that kind of a situation. You know, why should uh, the rest of society be in my business or, you know, why do I, you know, but, but those kinds of situations do impact the rest of society and maybe, um, and maybe society doesn't get involved and we just always have to deal with the fallout because there's no way to proactively mitigate the problems. Yeah. Do you think it would be a lot better if more people weighed the cost and figured all of this out before they actually had children? <laughs> That's a tough one. Cause I'm on both sides <laughs> of that issue. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Right. People are having, uh, babies every day and can't afford them sure don't know where their paychecks coming from you know Mm -hmm. commitment not nowhere near a commitment has been made so this that's a whole different conversation but you know it's something that we have to think about you know so so a planned parenthood would seem to be the better choice 
now we're getting to political. be the better choice. But then you've got people who are commitment phobes or who are reticent to get into a relationship because of commitments or, or have difficulty in, you know, cause in a, in a relationship, one person ha- at some point has to be the dominant, you know, uh, voice and the other person has, you know, so working that out can sometimes be a challenge that people have, you know, difficulty dealing with. So, so, uh, you know, as far as having children, um, I would think that planned parenthood, um, would be the best issue, but we know that planned parenthood isn't always, uh, the option that is, you know, used. And so you have children that show up and have to be, um, have to be cared for. Uh, and then, and then how do we deal with that, um, to ensure that the, the child is protected? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a whole lot of issues going down the line from, from the top to the bottom. Cause they're, they're actually trying to practically ban Planned Parenthood or make it illegal for well, they're the just, they're, plan. they're, um, making legal one aspect of it. Yeah. One aspect of it. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, even though they do a lot of other things, we were actually talking about having babies, having children, Mm -hmm. which is a big political issue now. So, but I think the economic issue is what we were focused, focusing on here and how people, uh, relate within that relationship when it comes to the, the cost of having a child. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I don't think the average couple, uh, really gets that deeply involved in it before the fact. Well, I I think, I mean, you, you, you put a couple of 22 year olds in a marriage or a couple of, you know, early 20s, two year olds in a marriage or, or even early 30 year olds, Mm -hmm. um, you know, planning, doesn't always become the very first thing that they think about. Right. So, so it's quite easy that, that, you know, planned parenthood doesn't become planned until after the, the, uh, the test, the paternity, maternity, or the pregnancy pregnancy test. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then, then it, then the planning starts. Right. So, and, and that's, and we understand, you know, young people, um, right. You know, the, we want them to plan ahead to plan, you know, uh, set down a timeline when you're going to have children, but life doesn't always work like that. No, it doesn't. All righty. We're done for the day. All right. I want to thank you for joining us today, Fred and, and anyone else that uh, tuned in It's always a pleasure to have you guys around last comments, Warren. No, I just think, uh, you know, understand uh, one another when when it comes to the finances, when you're in a relationship, what are your plans, what are your goals? Think ahead. Very good. That concludes this episode of Altitude Adjustment. And thank you for listening. This podcast is streamed live on YouTube and Twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction. Visit the website the lionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home to join the discussion. 
The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts, including Stitcher.com, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Music Store, to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes, shares, and comments. So please like, share, and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment because it matters. And as always, look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.